Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. All right, everybody. It's the Simon Says Podcast, episode 107. We got Charlie, we got Maddie, and we Good got morning. no Sean today. Oh, I guess it could be any time of day. It's morning for us, but it could be any time of day for whoever's listening. So, High ambiguous time zone. Uh, <laughs> don't forget to please like, rate, subscribe, do all those things. It gives us uh, nothing at this point, but we're hoping one day to make a big thing out of this. <laughs> People can make a lot of money off a podcast. So I've heard. Allegedly. I know nothing about that. All right. So uh, the Super Bowl has come and gone, and I have found highlight. My my new favorite highlight has nothing to do with the game itself. Um, so you probably saw that Kanye was at the game. Yes. Okay. So he started out the game no, wearing he was hidden. his signature hood that he likes to wear sometimes, where he just wears a black hood over his entire mm-hmm. face. So I guess um, Judd Apatow was sitting like behind him. Mm-hmm. So it was Kanye um, and Antonio Brown and a couple other people. Right. So his daughter. Oh, really? Is that so? Yeah, Northwest was next there, got there it. with him. Okay, so I guess. So Judd Apatow was close enough to hear them talking. And one of the things was he said he heard Kanye being like, man, it is hot in here. And his other friend being like, I told you to wear the one with like the more meshy thing. Like, so they were going back and forth. Yes, because you need to um, tailor your hood, I guess you call it, whatever, to the temperature outside. (laughs) Use better material. He... So then I guess they're going back and forth. And he's like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can stick with this. And I guess the friend was like, you've got to. You you committed to this. Like, it's a look. It's a thing. Well, yeah. If that's the look you're going for, you got to stick to it. It's, well, you know how he is. But what's funny is that it's like, you know, it, it comes across like he was trying to hide and didn't want anybody to see him. But now everybody's looking at him because he's Kanye and he's wearing a hood. Well, every, first of all, everyone knew it was Kanye. And then second of all, the best part is that he ended up taking it off because he was too hot. I was going to say, it could have been anyone until someone, he took it off. Someone put up a picture. It's like Kanye's view of the Super Bowl. And it was basically all black with a couple little dots cut yeah. out. 
And it's like, did he really pay however much money for these seats to have this view of the it, Super Bowl? It reminded me of when, like, back in the day at Halloween, you would come up with a cool costume and you had this mask that would go with it. And you got about halfway through and you're like, I can't breathe or see. Right. And it's like, how bad? Like, this is ties this costume together. I can't. You have to keep it on. Yeah. No. So that that was one of my favorite highlights. Other than that, I mean, it was what it was. It was a Actually, good game. My favorite, I guess, probably my favorite image, my favorite meme from all of it was when Mary J. Blige just flopped out on the stage and it's the aerial view of her. I'm like, same, Mary, same. I got you. <laughs> that was a lot. That was a lot of work. Um, so I have to turn you on. So my newest obsession with TV watching it has to do with your girl from Ozark, but it is not Ozark. No. Are you watching or have you watched Finding Anna on Netflix yet? It's Inventing Anna. Inventing Anna. Yes. Finding. Well, that no, shows how well it's Inventing well Anna, All but right. it is, it's on my, it's the next thing we're going to watch. We just haven't started it okay, yet. Okay, so you haven't so watched it Do not it spoil it for me. Did you watch the Tinder Swindler yet? No. Oh my God. I have found my next lane in what I enjoy watching, and it is people... And it's basically all schemes and scams, but it's like scheming and scamming. Well, Tinder swindler, not as much, but like rich people. It's, it's the, like rich it's people. It's these people pretending to be socialites and they work their way into that world. Oh my God. The, and then they really live the life. And I'm like, you know, here I am over here complaining because I, you know, I don't know, spent too much at the grocery store <laughs> and these people are lying and living in hotels for free and I, I just gotta up my game it is so all right so inventing anna is based on a real thing that that happened i think i can't remember how many years ago it's been a few years now yeah um where this teenage girl was basically like i'm a german mil you know immigrant immigrant but um a trust she had a trust her father had all the money in you know in Europe and that she didn't get access to her trust until this time. And she had all these big plans and hung out with all these celebrities and people and ran in these high dollar so you know circles. And this it's about this reporter writing a story about her as things fall apart. Mm -hmm. And it is so addictive. But it's also crazy because the idea of in both of them, like can how would you react? If someone said, hey, listen, I'm a little tight on cash. Can you spot me 20 grand? <laughs> and that's one of the low amounts. Uh, well, my first marriage ended because of something like that. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> she no, went, I mean, ser I mean, granted, she's talking to people who have that kind of money and can afford that. But like, where do you start? Where do you how do you walk in there the first day? Because I can't afford to go buy a Gucci outfit. To even walk in the first day and act like I belong there. It is an interesting thought as like, how do you begin the con? So yeah. like with the Tinder swindler, what this guy would do is he, he had this profile that he was the son of a, an extraordinarily you know, rich and wealthy diamond dealer mm -hmm. from Russia uh, or Israel. And so he had this entire persona where, you know, all his images and a lot of these are all through... Um, like a lot of this is through like Instagram where, you know, they're documenting themselves with selfies and with their cars yeah, and sure. their clothes. I mean, look at all these locations. pictures. It must be real. Well, and that's the thing. So like with the Tinder swindler, um, it's another one where the guy, like a girl was on Tinder and, she, you know, she, she wasn't new to the site. She's been swiping on guys and she saw this guy and she's like, oh, this, he seems interesting and hit him up. And rich. 
Well, and that's part of it. So it it wasn't that she was she wasn't wealthy. So like in this one, and she kind of fell for it. And and I think I want to say that he was like, I'm flying, I'm in town, but I'm flying to you know Spain. Come with me. And she was like, I never would do anything like this. And she's like, I'm just gonna do it. And and again, he hooks them. Now with him, he had already built up a wealth. And so he could actually kind of play the game. So he had some money, but not nearly as much as what he. Yeah, made and I don't want to give away like you have to like that one's a movie. So the Tinder yeah. Swindler's a movie. The uh, Inventing Anna is a series. Mm-hmm. But in any instance, it's like what they're doing is awful because what it, what ends up happening is you know ripping people off. Yes, but at the same yeah, time, that guy duped these girls out of lots, a of lot money. of money. Yeah. Um, and with the inventing Anna thing is that she is like building up this wealth to try to create this, this company and this mm-hmm. thing. And in part of you is like, I'm not mad. Like that's brilliant. Well, and that's <laughs> the thing. It's like, you see someone, especially, so she's young twenties, like yeah. early twenties. And the fact that she's able to talk the talk and walk the walk to the point that she had people believing her and actually willing to invest in this. Right. Like high profile, rich people. It was insane. So it's like, it's just, you, you know, when you see about scams and stuff and like some of these things that go on and you think that it's only like, you you understand how people allow themselves to get scammed. Like Mm -hmm. I can get it. Like I get it when people fall for certain schemes and it's like, some of them are more believable than others. And especially in some of these cases where they really made it seem like they had the money, you know, and the ones that really always bum me out, although I, I again, I've all, I've gotten into this thing on YouTube. It's like the telescammers who, you know, con the old people out of their yeah, money. That's, with the, That's awful. And I mean, oh, uh, scamming anyone is awful, but that's even so, so. But the biggest thing is like, you know, if you, if you love your elderly parent or, or loved one, please tell them to never let anyone have access to your, their computer. Like right. all those cons are like, here, let me get remote access to your computer. And then it's over. Right. Um, that one of my favorite YouTube channels is this guy who pretends to be, he gets scammed. Like he allows himself to get scammed and mm-hmm. give them access to a dummy computer. And then he goes into their computer and hacks everything. Like he wipes out, he'll access their camera uh-huh. or her, and like, see who they are and, and exactly where they are. And he's like, Hey, so how's the weather in blah, blah, blah at this address in this building? And they're like, what? Yeah. Do you really like wearing the color green? What? <laughs> you know what's actually on that same um, path? This guy's, his laptop was stolen and he was able to get into his own laptop and the woman who stole it was using it and he got into it and it kept popping up saying, Hey, Bill, blah, blah, blah is here. And she kept like, you know, trying to close it out and whatever. But he was able to get in there, find her Facebook profile, find out everything about her and get her arrested for stealing his laptop. Have you seen the ones too, where it's like someone is, it's it's, generally it's an Apple product, but they, they like all of a sudden the, the crooks, whoever stole that product, like an iPad or a phone. Like their pictures start popping up in your, um, in your, yeah, your iCloud. Yeah. The cloud pictures. So like, I've seen that a bunch of times where people get Mm -hmm. busted because it's like, Hey, do you see And it's someone like posing? It's like, how do you get them to pose? It's like, because they're holding my phone. 
right? right? They think it's theirs now, so they're taking pictures with it. Well, I, I highly recommend. I've been in a, a little bit of a TV drought um, recently. I also watched... I will watch just about anything for a while if I think it's got a good premise, but then I realize I will also watch some stuff if it's awful. I watched this show on Netflix, and it was like, the woman is a Russian spy who has a cover life in the States, but she's in Spain with her daughter who could be high school or college. It's hard to tell <laughs> on a skating trip. Um, she gets caught by the CIA. She's like, no, 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 I'm a regular person. And then they get her to reveal her identity. And suddenly she's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm a Russian. Spy. And it's like too much. Sometimes it gets convoluted. It gets really convoluted when suddenly it's determined that she can body morph into other people. Wait, what? Yeah. And yeah, it's like, okay. Hmm. And then it gets even weirder for no reason because this happens. So the daughter is dealing with a mean girl situation with the other members of her skating club. Hang in there. A bird hits the window and is dead. So she takes the bird and plucks the feathers to make earrings for her friend and then takes the carcass and puts it in another girl's soup. This is all part of this weird spy thing. Okay, then. They had this, like, someone was writing, I was like, I think here, here's what's, what's the thing I think, we can do. You know what I think they're doing? They're Netflix and all of those are trying so hard to keep cranking out content? the original content that they're just pretty much filming anything. Even ones, even some of the ones with big stars, like, I haven't watched it, but the one with Kristen Bell about the girl watching oh, the, out the window or whatever. All I know about that is when she pours like an entire bottle of wine right, into a but glass. But I've gotten I've gotten mixed reviews on that one. Like I want to watch it because I love Kristen Bell, but it's it's kind of a parody of all those kind of movies of seeing something that happens out the window and then trying to prove that it really happened. But it's got. But it, she's crazy drunk. Yeah. It's and, like drunk girls who sees a crime out the window of a house next door or something like that. Yeah. And um, but people are like, eh, it's not it's not as good as you think it's going to be. And I'm like, it's Kristen Bell. It's going to be awesome. But I, they're cranking stuff out so fast that I'm not sure they're actually stopping and doing rewrites and making sure they have quality products. I think I I think I really need I because I can really come up with some weird stuff. Like yeah. I feel like I've got. I got an opening. Like, I think if that script got made. If there ever were a time, this is your time. Ah, this is great. Uh, side note, my other favorite commercial on TV right now is the John Hamm commercial for Apple. Yeah, I do like that one. He's basically going it's off like, about Snoopy, how. really? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Hanks, it's uh, Ham. So two movies, huh? I mean, <laughs> you're a real overachiever. <laughs> side note, I've seen both those Tom Hanks movies, and they, they were both actually pretty entertaining. Well, good to know. Um. So we did the thing about, uh, you put it up on Facebook, about the um, worst first date foods. Yeah, you know, everybody has a thing that they think is, some foods are just hard to eat. And if you're trying to impress a date, you just don't want to order certain foods. Mine is always, I've always thought spaghetti would be a bad one to order. Because it's hard, it's hard to, you know, get it twist all twisted up right. You're always going to have one or two noodles that you're slurping and you're getting on your chin. And yeah. you got spaghetti sauce in places you don't. I have a real, like, I have a slurp and bite technique, so then like, it'll fall back out of my right, mouth. Right, but then you've got food falling out of your well, mouth yeah, yeah, onto yeah. the plate. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I could see where that one would be. Uh, like, same with yeah. soup. It's a slurping, and, and I dribble. I get soup in my beard all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, you've, just like my boyfriend, you've got that beard, and it always catches things, and you yeah. don't even know it's there. You can't feel it. 
One of them I did not appreciate was sushi because that was actually where my wife and I had our first date. You know, though, I sushi would be another one on my list because of the fact that I like sushi rolls and they're kind of big and there's no easy way yeah. to eat a sushi roll because you either <laughs> you yeah. try to bite it, it all falls apart or you stick the entire thing in your mouth and you're like, mmm, 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 yeah, you I, know, trying to some places have chew the whole thing. <laughs> that is hard. So sushi could be a little difficult, but I put it up on the Facebook page and um, Erica said anything that might cause stomach problems like beans or cheese. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thinking that later in the night you might not be feeling so good, which on that same trip, Kenneth said, don't eat chili because you'll just be getting a root and toot and good night handshake. <laughs> Oh, God. I saw, I've seen it a couple of times now because everything that happens in anybody's life now could instantly be on the internet. Oh, sure. Because of ring cams and video, whatever. So I've now seen a couple of times where people on dates who were like, it was like the example was a guy's like, I need to go get something out of my car. And he goes out on the front steps and just, Let's he must have had a huge bowl of chili. <laughs> and it was, there was one, <laughs> there was another one like that. Where I think you hear the neighbor yell. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but yeah, anything that's going to give you gas, if you know that it's a food, it just don't yeah. do that on a first date. Tina and a bunch of people actually said wings or ribs because they're the both list. so messy. Yeah, I get that. You know, at the same time, I guess it depends. Like, Well, like with wings, if we were going to go eat wings, I would expect that you would expect me to be messy. Like there's just no way to nicely eat some wings. So it's like, hey, let's go to the sports bar and eat some wings. Okay, then cool chick who likes sports and is going to get a little messy. That's what you're kind of going for. You know, and when you say that, that's actually, that's a, a good point because it's, you know, I don't want somebody who's like, oh, you know. I need to use the fork to eat my wings. Like that doesn't even work. So, but I, I get that it's it's not a impressive <laughs> kind of I mean, look. look it, when you're talking about like i'm gonna woo you it's hard to woo somebody right with it's not sauce. romantic no. but it could be fun but kathy has a good point nobody looks attractive gnawing on corn on the cob now no that was one it, it's not and and yeah unless you're jason derulo with the drill no then you'll lose your teeth uh <laughs> now nah, corn on the cob was definitely one and that's that's kind of one of those ones too. It's like it's hit or miss for me. I but yeah, I, I not on anything is tough. Like, but yeah, anything that you got to bite off of it, it's kind of it's it's a little difficult. Of course, onions or garlic, anything that's going to give you bad breath. Yeah, yeah, I try to stay away. For I remember one time, uh, this is actually wasn't my first date. Um, my wife and I went to this. Uh, it was a Thai place at the time, and I ordered this dish, and it was so hot and she was like are you okay and because i turned like spicy hot yeah like real spicy hot and i i wanted to like i was trying to power through it was still early on mm. and i was like no it's fine it's fine she's like <laughs> i'm turning she's like, red you are so red and that was steam just coming out of your ears pouring, sweat pouring and the, the i think the woman who worked there was even like little hot huh <laughs> like, no, you want no i'm fine <laughs> yeah and i really tried to play it off like i because i'm not great with spicy but i mean this was it was a lot for me you know what's also bad is if you go to take a bite of something not realizing how hot it is and like especially if it were something say like a pizza roll 
where it's like enclosed. Oh, yeah. And you don't know and you just pop it in your mouth and then it's so hot you can't keep it in there. <laughs> it's like, what do I do? I like, wait, I like it. You put your hands over your mouth. Because generally, it, like, I'm going to spit it in my hands. Is it just either falls right out. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so funny in my house. It's like, I'll make, um, like, say you make tater tots or something. Yeah. And it's like, I just pulled them out of the oven and then, like, the, the, the everyone starts filtering through for dinner and it's like one by one <laughs> you know like in right the mouth, you pop it in out. your mouth thinking the... it's gonna be all great then you're like ah. and it's like one by one just came out the of the noise. oven just came out of the oven <laughs> just came out of the oven like yeah um, I love it yeah it, I, I think a lot of those I get and I think I think it's the same thing like you said with the wings it's like that's the kind of person I'd want it's like you know if I'm looking for somebody I want somebody who we can I will say with the sushi, I did do a warning shot. Like, hey, do you like sushi? Because uh-huh. that's another one. Where, oh, you absolutely that's another reason ask. why you wouldn't necessarily do sushi. Is like some people like raw fish, forget it. So it's like, whatevs. Are you allergic to anything? Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw this pop up. We've seen this a lot of times recently. So like more and more now, we're seeing merch and clothes and items come out of like food products and yeah stuff. like it's become a whole lane like a cheeto sweatsuit right uh, sean's got his pizza hut tracksuit which i still haven't seen a picture of and i don't think i haven't either i don't believe it exists i saw one the other day and i was like i would never think of this it was pf chang's had a line of clothes yeah and i'm like really why not because i mean it's like where do you draw the line like it, i understand like okay so I'll buy when I go on trips and stuff and 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 I want to k- kick a mad shout out to someone sitting right in front of me who bought me a very cool um, Wicked Weed shirt, but merch from bars and stuff yeah. for sure. Like if I go to a cool place, like a lot of time, like I got a sweatshirt. Um, last time I was in Nashville, I got a sweatshirt from Burial uh, Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. I think they're fantastic. So like that kind of thing I get, but like. P.F. Chang's like, well, but what if you're a person who lives in a little small town, mid America, and you've never been to a P.F. Chang's and then you get to go to one and you really like it and you kind of want a shirt. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I guess I draw the line at bars and bands. Look, I think. Oh, everything- I'm sorry. Wait, I, I take up immediately uh, bars, bands. And now I've started buying merchandise from YouTubers. <laughs> I actually bought I think- a hoodie. Everything that is even slightly popular should have merch. If you have customers that are going to like you for any reason, you should at least have a T-shirt available that they can buy because people want merch. I was actually telling the people at the bowling alley where we go that they need some T-shirts because, I mean, I'm in a league there. Why don't they have a Creekside Lions T-shirt? And it's been there for a long time, too, so they could have, like, the established whatever year and what have you. And they're missing a window. You know, I think you're right. I guess guess when I saw P.F. Chang's, I was like, that's not something I would, like, lettuce wraps on a shirt. Right. You don't want it. No. And I guess maybe somebody does. But again, I saw um, a buddy of mine runs Suds and Duds, and they put out a cool, they have a cool logo. Mm -hmm. He put out a hoodie. I was like, that's really rad. The Bearded Goat downtown in Greensboro. They mm-hmm. had a cool logo. And so they ended up, I remember a while back for Christmas, I hit them up. And they're like, we don't have any right now because it was a matter of, it cost X, uh, X amount of dollars to make the merch. Is that the vodka distillery? No, that's Fainting Goat. Bearded Fainting Goat, Goat is, uh, 
they've got a couple bars. Okay, in so what was the reason why they didn't have any? They just, it was the cost. So it was like, it cost too much to get the stuff made and then the risk of selling it to turn around and make but, it back. So I, I get, think. I get very upset with um, places like that because I think they try to overcharge on their merch. This is, I could go down a whole trail on this. Oh, sometimes. But yeah. I think they, they try, they're trying to make money off their merch, which is not in say a brewery. If I'm there, I'm having a few beers. I got a little buzz. I'm like, Hey, that shirt's kind of cool. I will spend a little bit more money to buy a shirt, but then I'm going to wear it around and you're going to get free advertising. I think you're nailing then it. Then to yeah. sit there and try to charge me $30 more on top of the money I'm already spending there to drink your beer, that's why you're not selling as much merch as you could because of your price points. I think that you may have nailed it. I think. Thank I think you. I took marketing in college a very long is, time no, ago. That's a really good point because I think that if you sell it for a reasonable price, it is. It's about putting... Yeah. It's like, you know, we we desperately did everything we could to make our Simon shirts as wearable as pot. Like, we mm-hmm. want to get our... Like, it's getting our logo out. It's allowing people yeah. to see, you know, our name out there in the world. It's just that nobody would... It was so funny. Like, nobody would wear our shirts. I, it's rare that I would see someone wearing. I'm not saying nobody. And there's probably lots of people listening who actually do would wear them. I think one design we had wasn't as wearable as for men, especially as the design that we had earlier. Let's put it that way. All I know is that I, I, I really do dig certain things. I just think it's funny. Like, I guess, I mean, I guess that's the case. You know, when I looked up, I was just thinking about local stuff. I went to Nisa's website and I'm like, sausage. Oh, I would wear a Nisa's sausage. Yeah. You know something. I mean, if but I, I didn't went, see anything on their site, that doesn't mean they don't have it. But like, shout out nieces if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would. I like t-shirts from places. So if I went into like a little country store somewhere, if they had a cool looking shirt up on the wall that was like twelve bucks, I'd easily I'd buy it. Now, if it's twenty five thirty, then no. But you know, yeah, don't try to make money off of your merchandise. Have it there for the free advertising and only make a couple bucks. Well, listen, that's why we never sold our ninety eight seven Simon gear. We exactly. always gave it away for free because, <laughs> because we had to give it away. Yeah. But that's a whole you know, other story. We've talked about the idea of trying to bring stuff back because we're not getting to go out as much as we used to, mm-hmm. and you know whether or not we could get merch made and sell it. Because there's, we have different opportunities now to where I feel like we could maybe do something like that. Because people have asked, like, hey, can I buy a shirt? Yeah, people ask all the time. I think it would be cool if we could find a way through the website where we could, you know, put it up for not that much money, but enough to, like, say, you know, if you want to wear this, great, you know, and if see. this is your favorite radio station, here's some merch. I mean, and it would be nice. I'm, I, I'm out of shirts. <laughs> yeah, mine are kind of worn out, too. It's been a while since I got a new one. Um, Let's see. You had something else, and now I can't remember what it was. Oh, um, oh, oh, the Edison doll. Okay, you know that okay. I came across this, and I just thought this was so cool. You know how Thomas Edison, he was this great inventor, and he held all these patents. And, you know, he's famous for certain things, but he invented, like, he tried to invent everything. And one of his deals was talking dolls. He was the first person to make a talking doll. So this came out. So he tried to do this right after the So the I would recording. say, you know, shortly after he invented the phonograph and recording audio and recording voices and all that, you know, he start, then he figured out how to take the phonograph and make it very small. Right. Okay. So, so that he was using that same that same tech. That what it's called? Anyway, 
well, the recording, had the, I think he had the, the wax. Re- the, the recording, yeah. yeah, it's when he recorded on the wax cylinders, but he figured out how to make them very small, the size that would fit inside of a doll. And so there was no way to duplicate the audio recordings. So each one had its own unique recording, and he would have the women in his factory make the recordings to go inside the doll, and he had them read nursery rhymes. But the problem was, back then, the recordings were very loud and very noisy, and the people making the recordings basically had to yell to make it loud enough that it would pick it up and record the voice. So it came out as... um, All right, let me see if I can do this right. So give give me a second. Here we go. This should be it. It was terrifying. (laughs) That, I swear, it's like, it's almost like, so picture Annabelle now giving a, a, a scratchy nursery rhyme. Okay, no, not even Annabelle. You're taking it a little. I mean, this is just a regular doll, not a haunted one. Uh, no, 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 but no, no. You're no, giving no. it. It was the old picture, style of dolls. Old style dolls are creepy. Picture, picture <laughs> buying a doll for your sweet little girl and putting her to bed at night and hitting the button and having that come out. Three blind bars. See how it's terrifying. Needless to say. That version of the talking doll was not a big seller. <laughs> Jack and Jill went off the hill. Each with a buck in a quarter. Oh, wait, that's the wrong version. <laughs> oh, it hurts. Um, Along came a spider. Oh, my God. And sat down in spider. <laughs> that's crazy. Ah! You know, that's crazy, man. You know, so you think about it. Here's Thomas Edison just coming up with this stuff. Like, Stuff that we now take for granted. Not the talking dolls necessarily, but, you know, think about electricity and recordings and that. Yeah. You know, it's like, I wonder what's going to be, if you look back, you know, 100 years from now, what are people going to look at that Elon Musk has come up with and are like. I still don't find it as anything that we can come up with now. It's using those things that were the start, the groundbreaking, the there's nothing like this ever before. I think there's going to be something I like. That's what I can't wait. I can't wait to see like where we are in 50, even 50 years. 50 you know? years? Are we still going to be here? Yeah, no, wait. Let me think about that. <laughs> I mean, wow. Hold up. We huh. might be. They might invent that. <laughs> Actually, I don't want. No, no. This is, <laughs> everything will be amazing to me. All right. <laughs> Wait, what was the thing you said? You had something um, about how your brain can only hold so much info. Yeah. So you've always like we always joke like my brain's full. I can't remember anything else. Can you actually have too much information in your brain? The answer is yes. So there is a point where I forget stuff because I I need more space. Yes, because um, older people, they have cluttered memories because they have (laughs) so many things and so many experiences and just so much information that it tends to kind of work together and makes it blur. You know, it's a little blurry. And that's why it takes you a second to go, wait a minute, what's this thing that, because that wasn't as important for you to remember. And it really does get kind of pushed over to the side. I really feel as if I have purged 20 back. Like I can remember a lot of things from 20 on. 
Uh-huh. A lot of like childhood stuff. I'm like, I don't. You know, it's funny because I used to, I used to have this memory and details and like my best friend from high school, I'd be like, don't you remember when blah, blah, blah. She's like, how do you remember this stuff? I'm losing it. I'm losing. I'm not the memory I used to oh, be because yeah. I'm getting older. My brain's too full. Well, I want to thank our sponsor, Ginkga Paloba. Ginkga. <laughs> <laughs> Memergen. Um <laughs> Well, that's about it for us. We have uh, managed to survive another podcast without our fearless leader, who will be back. He'll be back next week. But um, I wonder if he's ever come across one of those creepy dolls. I bet it, it, if anyone put him would've. on. If he hasn't yet, put him on the lookout. He'll. Find we got to remember to ask him about that because yeah. I guarantee he will know about it or has come across one. Yeah, because that's really in his wheelhouse. <laughs> yes, I got to say it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to uh, Pod 107. Please remember, spread the word, like, rate, subscribe, all the stuff. uh, And we will talk to you guys next week. Hey, bye. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.